All right, welcome to Autumn's podcast where I go on my ramblings about all my overthinking and I'm going to bring you along with me. Kind of cheesy intro, but listen up because I have some things to say. Um, So for this first episode, and I guess I'll be titling something like how to not be so obsessive over boys, even though I have not mastered this myself. Anyways, as you can hear in the back, that is my parrot monkey. She's in our cage and she hasn't been fed all day. I'm not sure if you caught what she said, but don't worry about her because I'm back on the track. So point one, why is it so hard to just draw your emotions back? And at that point, even when you draw your emotions back, you cannot stop overthinking. Well, I'm going to tell you what. I don't know. And I can't give you an answer. But what I can tell you is that I'm going through it. And all the women in the world are going through it um, to some degree. We're fighting with ourselves with, should I even care about this boy this much? When I know that, one, he's dumb. Two, he can't even pick up on subliminal messaging. And three, I mean, who knows when he's just going to leave and break my heart. I mean, we're all dealing with these things all the time. And honestly, how do you confront it all? I don't know. And that's when I think myself into a hole and start crying because you start thinking about how there are no possibilities for happiness for you and it's better to accept the delusional negative than the delusional positive or even the reality of the situation for some reason the reality situation which is just being patient and waiting for things to come your way for something that doesn't work for me i don't like thinking about that i don't like thinking about what's actually possible like to think far into the future and then be mad when that future stuff isn't happening now so it does get a bit confusing and it does cross timelines a little bit but i will say um it works in only making you more crazy because it takes you to step two and step two is once you got yourself into a hole what do you do with those emotions do i just leave him doesn't matter if we just met up once, met up twice. Do I leave him and never talk to him again? Or do I keep hanging out with him but continue to place these limitations on my mind every time I speak with him or interact with him? Or even beforehand, preparing for the event. Um, let me go into that. Well, what do you do? I mean, it's kind of situational, but given my experience, um, you know, it's a bit confusing. It's confusing knowing which road to take. It's confusing which one you should go to. And you should um, understand which one is going to sabotage yourself the most. And how much do you want to be sabotaged? And also, are you conscious that you are sabotaging yourself? Because those go all into making the conscious decision of ghosting him, never talking to him again, and cutting off your happiness and possibilities of whatever. Um, So let's get into that. Um, Well... In this case, I'm going to be very vague, of course. I was very much leaning into just cutting him off and not talking to him again because, I mean, where did these feelings even resurface from? I got scared, okay? I got scared, frightened, and sad because it's like, I feel like just having these emotions is going to set me for failure because all I can do is think about how the emotions are here, but also how they're going to one day end. And all I could focus on was how it's going to one day end and it's just going to hurt all over again. So what's the point of even having it in that moment? No matter for how long it lasts, I'm going to lose this person. But then I thought, I'm only thinking about this in the way that I feel it's going to go. This is my expectation of how it's going to go, that I'm going to like this person a whole, whole, whole lot. And then 
it's just going to disappear. Like, but I don't know how it's going to go. I don't know the journey. And yet already I'm already making assumptions of how it's going to go. And you know what? That's not necessarily true, right, or accurate. And it's really just based off my own emotions and inaccurate perceptions and inability to see the world as a whole. Um, And lack of experience. Um, And also fear. And also self-doubt. And also a lot of things. So, going back to that point, how do we confront the self-sabotaging now that we've understood that's what this is? Um, We realize and try to think about how, what is the best case scenario and what is the worst case scenario and what am I really afraid of? I mean, I just talked about it. I said I'm really scared of it ending. But then you got to think about, I mean, life is just about endings. It's really just about beginnings and endings. And you're going to have to get comfortable with it. And you also have to get comfortable with uncertainty and unpredictability and i think the biggest thing that kind of uh causes all these fears and assumptions and all these things to come out of it is just um uncertainty um at its head i mean uncertainty is where if you're a person who tends to like having control over situations or a person who likes to map out things so that they could feel more comfortable, or just someone who likes to have all their cards in their hands, even though it's really just you fooling yourself because you really never have all the cards in your hands. But if you're a person who just likes to, likes to have that type of control, uncertainty is literally your worst enemy. And the issue is because uncertainty can be either positive or negative. And I will continue with this in my second episode. Um, I'm sorry for the pause and the breakup of this, but this will be posted immediately. Ask me questions. My social media, social, social. See, I'm thinking about him. And I'm getting all tongue tied. Look at that. Look at that. I'm scared. I'm scared now. He's on my mind. Um, Instagram, A-U-U-T-T-I-I. Same thing with my Twitter. That is my other parrot. Thank you.